Welcome to Oakwood Connect. Today we're going to be looking at the parable of the mustard seed. Well, hello again, and I am excited because uh, I am not doing this alone today, and I am very <laughs> excited about that. I was never made to do this alone. We have uh, Elder Grady with us. Hello. Hey, Elder John. It's good to be back with you, man. It's been a long time, but I'm excited to finally come back and uh, add my two cents in this Christian walk we're doing here. And so I'm just, man, I'm excited to do that again with you. I know that the listeners are excited because they have been listening to me do this by myself. <laughs> And no, man, you've been, been doing great. <laughs> it's been ugly, to say the least. <laughs> so we're doing it on this on this wonderful Zoom thing, so I hope the uh, audio is, is good. But uh, today we're going to be looking at the mustard seed, the parable of the mustard seed. And uh, so I was just going to read those verses just real quick. Um, found in Matthew 13, Mark 4, and Luke 13. I'm going to read Matthew uh, 13, verses 31 through 32. And uh, it reads, another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all the seeds. But when it grows, it is greater than the herbs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. And so I guess my first thought uh, is, you know, when Jesus was on earth and he was starting his, uh, his, his, uh, his movement here, uh, it was very small. I mean, the, right. his, his followers were the fishermen and uh, the, the Pharisees of the time, they took that as opportunity to kind of mock him. You know, how is this going to be some great kingdom when there's a handful of you? There's, 13 of you, you know? Right, right. And so as the mustard seed, as it starts, I don't know if, uh, if you've ever seen a mustard seed, but uh, they are extremely tiny. Um, they, they fit, like you can, you can put a, a few of them just on your fingertip. You better have more than just one, because if one falls, you fight it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You, you breathe wrong and you're going to lose it, yeah. So, and that's where it, start, it starts off that way. And then if you've ever seen the pictures of the bush, I mean, it is a huge bush. And, you know, the Bible tells us these, the ones there, they uh, grew so big that birds were able to sit in it. Animals mm -hmm. were able to rest under it. So, I mean, this is a, this is how the kingdom of God started. It started off with a very, a couple of people. And as we know, it blew up into what we know today. Mm -hmm. And it's it's kind of like our faith too. It's kind of a twofold thing, really. You know how how the kingdom started, how Jesus started his kingdom here. It really, our faith kind of does the same thing. You know, we have that when we first come to God, we hear that that calling, we hear the Holy Spirit, and it's right. It might be far off at first, but it gradually gets bigger and bigger, and our faith in turn starts to grow a little more and a little more as well. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I like the fact that 
Um, am I there? Yep, you're here. Oh, okay. I like the fact that um, w when it talks about um, it becoming a tree so that the birds come and lodge in the branches thereof. So it's going to become so big and that because of your faith and your ability to trust in God and um, that others will be attracted to this, this mission of that Christ has established in the earth, you know? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, um, but I, I think that we have, um, uh, an obligation. Um, I know when I look into the scriptures, when it talks about faith, um, I look at Hebrews eleven six, and it says, without faith, it is impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. And so the human has a role to play in this faith thing. Yes, God is gives every man a measure of faith, but then it is our responsibility to assist in growing our faith in, in Jesus. And and it looks it says this, it says, uh whoever would draw near to God, that's our part. That is uh the human's part is drawing near. Um and then believing that he exists. That's another act that the human has to do is to believe that God exists. And when we do that, um, and it says that God is a rewarder of those who seek him. So all in that verse is talking about humans' response to God and that our faith grows in our trust in God and our participation in faith when we believe in God and when we trust him. You know, John, it's hard to trust someone you don't know. You know, it's hard to do that. But I believe that that's why it's so crucial that we trust in our Savior. And the only way to do that is by seeking the Word of God every single day in our lives. What do you think about that? Well, you know, you're you're in one of my favorite uh, chapters of he, you know Hebrews 11 verse one. I love that verse. It says, "Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen." So, with what you're saying, as you read the verses underneath that, you're saying that when we uh, do outreach or when we, when we just live, you know, it's not even like just the outreach, but we're, we're showing people the substance of our faith. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I, you know, that's one of my favorite verses because a lot of times people will say, well, how can you have faith in something you can't see? And like what you were just saying, how can you have faith in something that you don't know? The misconception there is we know God. We do know who God is. We may not know all of God because he is so, you know, he's so huge, but we do know who God is on some level. And so we have, we have seen the substance. We, our faith is not a blind faith. It is, it is based on the substance that we have seen and we have witnessed. And like what you're saying, we have to continue that, uh, that people can see that. And, and, you know, I look at another verse, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, and, and that's another thing about trusting in God. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. 
Uh, that's another action that human has to do is that we have to trust God with everything and do not lean on your own understanding. And, and brother John, how many times do, uh, you know, we go on our own way instead of trusting God for our instruction or um, ways to proceed in life. We trust in our own path and our own way that only leads to disaster. Right. Well, I, and, I've, and, been, uh, I've been doing this for, uh, you know, a few years now. So I got it down packed. I'm pretty perfect at. <laughs> Listen, not just you. I think we all can attest to that, right? But, 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 but you know, it, it's saying in all of our ways, acknowledge him, right? Amen. See, and he will make your straight path. And so you see here this this thing with the human and God, human and God, our participation. God has already given us everything that we need, right? You know, the Bible is there for the human uh, to interact with and to get to know, and that's how we get to know God. And so really, honestly, trusting in someone we do not know. Listen, a lot of times humans, we like to trust our own five senses to do things, right? Uh, if we can touch it, if we can smell and if we can see, you know, all those things come into play when we make decisions. But faith, the Bible is saying, is an evidence of things that you cannot see, you know? And so for humans, that's a very difficult challenge when we can't see something. A lot of times we're not willing to believe in it. But mm. the Bible is saying, listen, if you have just a small amount, just a very tiny as a mustard seed, you can literally move mountains, you know. And so this is our human interaction with this great God who has already given us all the tools for victory. But the human, what is our response uh, to God, basically, is what, what I think. Right. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9 says, uh, for we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. So we're supposed to cooperate with God and work with him, which takes us to this word that uh, as human beings, we don't, we don't particularly like, but this word humility, you know, when, mm -hmm. when Jesus was on earth and he you know, they're, they're seeing him and they say that, you know, he's saying he's the savior. He is this, uh, there will be a mighty kingdom and they're looking at his humble beginnings. Uh, if anybody could have came as the king that they were expecting, if anybody could have came in all of heaven's glory, it could have been Christ, but instead he came as a, as a life lesson, as a living parable, if you will, of the humility that it takes. Um, you know, that word humility, a lot of times, we see that as little and small and somebody who's weak, but really the definition of humility is power under control. And that is what Jesus had. He had the power of heaven and he, it, but yet it was under control. He had it under control. Oh yeah. I, I agree with you. You know, when I look at um, this mustard seed and um, something that can start so small in a, a human's heart, but then grow and grow, you know, how does a, a seed of any kind grow? You know, you have to take care of that seed. You know, mm -hmm. you have to water it. You have to um, put it in enough space to where it can grow out. And, and uh, you have to feed, put nutrients in, in the soil and these things and water and sun. And all these things are 
something that uh, grows your faith. And so I think in the same way the scriptures do that uh, for the Christian or the human to get to know God, you know, and to get to, it's an everyday process that you are, are fertilizing this, this seed, your faith. And when you're overcoming um, sins and challenges that the devil throws your way, I believe that your faith grows even more. And so what happens when your faith is increased, others notice your lifestyle and how you live, and they want to be a part of that as well. And then their faith, they're giving this small mustard seed, now, which now they're going to grow. And this is how this thing spreads, you know, and I think that that's the way the gospel, even in Jesus day till now, I think that's the way it is spread, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and we're kind of crossing over into other episodes, but, uh, you know, when you mentioned <laughs> that, when you mentioned that seed, um, and how it grows, you know, the seed doesn't really know how to grow. But isn't it miraculous that there in that tiny seed is this either like a mustard bush or, you know, I, I use the example of an oak tree. It's amazing to me that everything to make an oak tree is in that seed, right? Right. And, and the scientists, the scientific thing to that is, well, you throw it in the ground, you throw some sun on it, you throw some water on it, and it'll grow. No big deal. But that's miraculous. Right. Right? Right. Think of those three right. things. We can't make right. sun. We can't make water. We can't make dirt. And yet that we, the seed cooperates with the miraculous gifts that God has given us in order to grow perfectly. Um, I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. You know, when I look at faith and I look at um, what God wants to do, uh, for us, um, he's saying that he gives every man a measure of faith. Right. You know, he gives every person a measure of faith to start with, but then it is the human who then now has to cultivate this thing and then grow. You know, prayer, um, uh, uh, the Bible says to us, prayer without ceasing surrounding us is always influences that we have to deal with um, when it comes to living in this planet. And so there's a lot of things that humans try to put their faith in or trust in. But God is saying, above all, you must trust me for everything in your life. You can't be anxious for anything, the Bible says. I know in, um, I think, Philippians 4, 6 to 8, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. You know, a lot of us are not used to going to God for things when things get hard. I don't know about you, but a lot of times, most in, in a lot of times or instances in my life, I've in myself to get through certain situations instead of to going to God first, you know, thinking that I knew better or that uh, somehow I would be able to figure out by going before I go to God, you know. And so I think that whatever we know about this mustard seed and how small it is our our obligation to 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 make it grow. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it is our obligation. But, uh, you know, like the other seed parable point out, and, and it's what we've been pointing out as well, it is being able to grow into that cooperation with God. I mean, like you just said, we'll do 
everything and anything before we come to God sometimes. We need to get that. that We're that some switch. stubborn people, aren't we? <laughs> hey, we need to get that switch in our head to turn and go, I need to go to God first. Instead of, I've exhausted everything else, now I come to God. You know? Listen, remember, remember the children of Israel, right? They mm. had just come, you know, from, from Egypt. And they're facing, like, listen, God had already delivered them out of Pharaoh's hands, right? And, and so they're facing this challenge of the sea um, in front of them and, and the army behind them. They had been guided by the cloud. They have all of this, the fire by, by, by night and the cloud by day and all of these things. But yet they're still, still worried about how they're going to get through this thing, right? right. And yeah. subsequently, God delivers them right? And we look at Israel's history about losing faith in God, and it is a, boy, it's an up and down battle, right? And so I think for humans, this is the same with us, you know, that that faith is hard to trust God in, in areas of our life where we think that we have some type of control, when we really don't. It's funny you bring that up, because God had did all of these big things and it still didn't get their attention no now, now here's jesus saying look at the seed because again right. a seed right. is miraculous but he right. said look at this tiny seed and what it does and they still you know we i shouldn't say they we still you know. come, come bring it home brother john listen i'm all up in that you know <laughs> Listen, I'm reading this this book and I'm like, oh boy, there I go again. You know, I, I see myself in that thing. You know, mm, mm. so so again, I I think we've kind of to to kind of land the plane, if you will. Uh, I guess we should uh, reassure people if you are uh, experiencing those those times where your uh, your faith doesn't feel that big, maybe. Uh, yeah. The good news is, cooperate with God, and it will grow. Hey, First Thessalonians says five eleven. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, and Amen. and I think that's what we should do. Amen. Thank you. Man, I love.